Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I believe the mission and the calling become heavier and heavier each day with the chaos that's going on. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. I have a monologue and a special guest today. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and we give thanks to you for the great I am that you are. We thank you, Father, for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. We pray, Father, for your protection over this nation and over those who are striving to do what is right in the sight of you and in our Constitution and for the people. We ask for wisdom as we do these things. We ask for healing on this land and in the people's hearts. Oh, Lord, they have been... They have been brainwashed with such a division. We are all your children and we need to come together. Guard us, Father, and guide us. Give us wisdom. Give us courage. Give us a boldness. And give us love as we walk this path. And just as Queen Esther, I am not Queen Esther, but as her uncle told her, perhaps for such a time as this, you have been placed here. And for such a time as this, most gracious Heaven, Father, we pray to you. Amen. Well, the breaking news this morning is that late last night, in the wee hours of the evening or the night, the House barely but assuredly passed H.R. 1, the People's Act, as they call it. This is bad. <laughs> it's not good at all. It's bad, and we want you to contact your senators and tell them, vote no on this. I don't care if you've got a Republican senator or a Democrat senator or a Libertarian senator or a purple, blue, or gray, or whatever senator you've got. You call them up, and you tell them, vote no on this. It goes completely against the Constitution. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety... Deserve neither liberty nor safety. That's a quote from Ben Franklin. But now, according, according to uh, O'Biden, as I call him, that's Neanderthal thinking. The left will tout the phrases, uh, they'll follow the science, which are fact and data, but together never settled. You know? And then they use the left logic to conclude, it, or no, not the left, the rest of us use a logic to conclude a theory or a why of science. But the left ignore those facts and the data, and they put together their scary hypothesis and administer and dictate mandates to rule over we the people. The chaos and the crime in this nation is driven by people who either have absolutely no sense at all, or they have a purpose, and it isn't science, which is a sinister plot against a once free people. 
Oh, they will shout names and accusations at any who question their decisions, but we must not be intimidated by such acts. The pandemic has been a tool for the left. They are out to tie your hands behind your back, destroy your personal independence, and make you dependent solely on the government. Tyranny is my word for that. Another headline today, Democrats introduce expanded background check legislation. Not for outsiders, you see, but for those whom they believe to be extremists. You know, since I believe in constitutional republic, I believe I fall on that list. I made the list, folks, I made the list. Language is being changed to the height of nonsense. We've talked about this before. Women are being demeaned as... Not just second rate, but no rate of significance. And Womax and, or Womanax or Womanax. Uh, you know, illegal is a bad word, except when used against you or me. Alien is a vulgar, racist word. And sex and gender is not about biology or science, but it's about the mind. Distraction and delusions of what is true and what is not. There are a few absolutes in this world, and the left ignore them. They don't fit their narrative. With all this said, I call to you to look beyond the words and see what's actually taking place. Unity? Not one bit. They're not promoting unity at all. The Texas Representative Sheila Jackson Lee is calling for the prosecution of 40,000 Trump supporters who were outside the Capitol. Not the ones who went in, but the ones who were standing outside the Capitol, not going in. She's serving her 14th term in the House. She was originally from New York, but she's been a representative for Texas. She's been serving in the House since 1995, 26 years, just another corrupt politician. Today, the House is closed because they want you to believe there is a threat on the Capitol. I believe this is fake news, but when they ain't there... Passing laws against our liberty, we're so much better off. But if there was really a threat of such magnitude, why did they begin taking down the razor wire this week? Neanderthal thinking is ignoring the destruction of this nation by the left and believing they mean good in their unity. The only thing worse than no security is false security, and that quote comes from Mike Cutler. I have him with me today. He's a man who brings sense to the chaos as he tells it like it is. Mike's recent article, Biden's Immigration Bill, would be an act of national suicide. Mike Cutler is retired INS senior special agent, and we welcome him back. Mike, it's been a while. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing terrific, Beth. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you for covering the madness. Um, you know, <laughs> so I've much. I've never seen America so divided, and it's been created by enemies from within, working, I believe, in collusion with our enemies from without. Mm. Um, you know, everything kind of comes together. I'm a, I'm a great believer in connecting the dots. Uh, you know, I've testified before. I, I think we've done 17 hearings in the House and Senate. Uh, I wish they had listenings instead of hearings. Uh, I probably won't get any more invitations, at least not for quite a while. I've angered everybody on all sides, which pleases me no end, because most of our politicians, if you want to see true collusion, collude with each other behind closed doors or after hours. Mm. You know, while the bogus Trump uh, impeachment was underway, 
both parties voted very by a very large majority to pass terrible immigration legislation. You know, we heard all this nonsense. They'll never work together. They'll never come up with anything on immigration. Well, you give our politicians an opportunity to screw over Americans, and they will trip over each other to vote for it. And you bet. There was a turning point. I was thinking about this today. Uh, you know, I'm Jewish, as you know, and we're all brothers and sisters. We all came from the same place. My my wife works at a synagogue not far from here, so I drive her to work. And on my way home, I started to think about my my appearance on your terrific program today. And if there was a turning point when the government of the United States turned against its own people, that mm-hmm. turning point came, number one, with the Supreme Court deciding Citizens United that unlimited amounts of money could be pumped into political campaigns yes. back in 2010. And a little earlier when the Supreme Court argued, or accepted the argument that companies are constituents. No, they're not. It's we the people, yeah. not we, we the corporations. But here's the real evidence of the smoking gun. When politicians from both parties started to say that for America to lead, we need to bring in the world's best and brightest, that was the dividing line. That was that moment. Because I remember, I'm old enough to remember, when Sputnik was launched, and I was a science major originally. I I actually taught myself astronomy in third grade, started teaching myself astronomy. Two of my kids are engineers, by the way, so the science bug rubbed off on my kids. But I remember when Sputnik was launched, Eisenhower did not come on television and say, we're going to find the world's best and brightest and bring them here. He said, we're going to teach our kids math and science so that America will lead. And because my teachers knew that I was a science bug in the fifth grade, they actually had me spend an hour every week standing in front of the classroom and, and explaining to kids in my class how I, I got to cut you off. I apologize. I got to cut you off. We'll come back to the science here in just a few seconds. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio Beth Ann with Michael Cutler, and we will both be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned to listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with our good friend Michael Cutler. And uh, you were talking about science and uh, when you were in uh, yes. in the classroom as a youngster. Yes. Um, and, and, go ahead and, with and that so story. They had, sure. So they had me actually teach science to my fellow students back in the fifth grade. And the following year, they brought in a team of, sci- of teachers who were trained and licensed to teach science. And from that point on, America expanded the science and math education for American kids. So how is it that America went to the moon over 55 years ago? Think about how, or or over 50 years ago, rather. Um, A bunch of the astronauts went. I had the privilege of meeting some of them, in fact, over the years. Uh, We we did so many firsts right here in America – and suddenly oh, yeah. the politicians came out and said, we've got to import an army of foreign workers. It's not just the illegal aliens doing the manual labor being treated horribly. Absolutely. Uh, under this Orwellian language that we're suffering, it seems as though exploitation is now called compassion. Think about that. But it's mm-hmm. also about the importation of foreign workers from countries like India, like China. We've lost intellectual property to the Chinese who come to America. We've been educating them in our colleges hundreds of thousands every year. They've built up their military, spying on America, hacking our computers, and we train their computer programmers and their engineers. Think about the madness. And meanwhile, the middle class of the United States has been hollowed out. 
back in 2010, uh, 2009, Alan Greenspan testified to Chuck Schumer over at the Senate Immigration Subcommittee, referred to American high-tech workers as the privileged elite. This, these are middle-class yeah. workers, folks. Privileged elite. Yeah. Said the solution to wage equality, make them compete with foreign workers. If we eliminate the wage premium, we reduce inequality in wages. This has been a constant beat of the drum being hammered by both parties. And along comes Mr. Biden. And, by the way, this is why Donald Trump was hammered by everybody. I, I wrote an article for Front Page oh, magazine yeah. where I declared that Donald Trump was America's whistleblower-in-chief. He wasn't taking the money from the bribers, the corruptors. And as an insider, he could see exactly how filthy things had become. That's why they're still attacking him. Their goal, both parties, was to silence Donald Trump and anybody who supports him. That's why the panic set in. <clears throat> because I would love a dollar for every politician who has gotten money from a foreign government one way or the other through a money laundering routine so that they would undermine our country. Why in the world are we allowing foreign students who come from countries that are against us to be educated in America. You know, Diane Feinstein raised that issue back in 1998 when we were looking at terrorists operating in the United States. She said we should end the visa waiver program. We probably shouldn't be giving visas to aliens who come from countries that sponsor terrorism. We certainly shouldn't be training those individuals in math, science, and medicine because we're teaching them how to make weapons of mass destruction. That was Diane Feinstein. Yeah, but she's changed her tune. <laughs> she's changed her tune. So did Sheila you know. Jackson Lee. I testified for Sheila twice. If you remember, to our horror, six months after 9-11, we discovered that two of the dead terrorists from 9-11, including the ringleader, Mohammed Atta, were granted permission to go to flight school six months after the attacks. So they were dead. The world knew they were terrorists. And the Immigration Service screwed up royally, gave them permission to go to flight school. It was Sheila Jackson Lee's counsel who reached out to me and asked me to testify at that hearing which, by the way, is now part of the permanent library at C-SPAN. And then Sheila, at another hearing in 2005, complained bitterly that President Bush, who was a disaster on these issues, by the way, he created DHS, I called the Department of Homeland Surrender, she complained that he only hired a percentage of the agents that he was authorized to hire and was only willing to come up with 1,900-plus detention beds when he was authorized 8,000. So here's Sheila Jackson Lee standing there and saying, why aren't we enforcing the laws and arresting more illegal aliens who pose a threat? I, I hope the cancel culture doesn't catch up with Sheila and say, what did you say in 2005? You're out of here. Well, you know, think about that. Well, I don't know if it was How when she say? was talking. I don't know if it was when she was talking to you or some other. She was on a, another committee there, and she was bragging about how we sent a man to Mars. She didn't even know the difference between Mars and the moon. These people that are supposed to be running us, they're just, I don't know how to put it other than to say they're nuts. It always, whatever fits their narrative that day or for those uh, their plot for the next uh, two years, every election. Go ahead. I don't think you're as old as I am, but I remember when I was a kid seeing a really great song. <laughs> I remember Sputnik. The Invaders from Mars. Remember the Invaders okay. from Mars? And this kid has a nightmare that a flying saucer lands in his backyard, and all the adults in his life were being controlled by these extraterrestrials. They inserted a nub in the back of their neck that controlled their brain. 
I, I tell you, I've been to some hearings where I wanted the members of Congress to turn around so I could check out the back of their necks. The way they would change <laughs> position. How is that for an interesting thought? But either that or what they're smoking in the back room when you've got that Johnson guy coming out worried about Guam tipping over. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but these are our leaders. And, but, you know, uh, look at the choice that we get every time we vote. And so yeah. here's the real issue, though. If you look at what President Biden is doing, ramming through executive order after executive order, bypassing the legislative process, I would argue violating the Constitution. Absolutely. And in particular, what concerns me, everyone's been talking about the 11 million that he wants to uh, legalize. First of all, the number would probably be over 30 million. But here's the big number nobody wants to discuss. Even certain conservative stations won't talk about it. What no one realizes is that if you legalize these folks, overnight they will immediately have the absolute right to bring in all of their minor children and their spouses if they're not here. If we don't do DNA testing, it will be easy for people to put names down on an application that aren't even their children, and I'm sure people would pay a lot of money for that. But the real number, if we just average it out and say there's 25 million illegal aliens who get amnesty, and let's say that they have on average four children, which is a very optimistic number. The number could be six, it could be eight, it could be ten. I'm being conservative and optimistic and saying four kids. How much is four times 25 million? That's a bunch of a gob. A <laughs> hundred sure. million. Could you imagine what would happen to the United States of America? I want everyone out there listening to your program to think about it. Because this is the number that nobody wants to talk about. Everyone says, why won't they pass comprehensive immigration law? Well, if they pass it, a minimum of 100 million children are likely to come to the United States within a matter of just a couple of years. Now, understand, they don't just need a pillow to sleep on. They all need food and water, electricity, sewerage, education. housing, education, health care, transportation. America would implode. This is not sustainable. You're worrying about the environment, the impact on the economy, and the ecology of the United States would be profound and irreversible. There's no opportunity to interview that many people or conduct field investigations. Now, put that in perspective. 19 hijacker terrorists on 9-11 killed more people than we lost to the entire Japanese fleet at Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941, and the death count from 9-11 continues. It seems as though every week another first responder dies because of exposure to the toxins here in New York when the towers collapsed. So understand this. 19 hijackers, we're we would wind up processing over 100 million or 130 million, including the aliens who are here. There would be zero integrity to the process. There were hearings in 2018 about how Iran, and look how the situation with Iran is degrading quickly, is working at, throughout Latin America through Hezbollah, their terrorist arm. And what are they doing? They're working with human traffickers and drug smugglers to bring narcotics into the United States and move people into the United States, including potentially sleeper agents, happening right now. So when you see those caravans, understand that within those people, you likely have fugitives, gang members, cartel members, and terrorists. And how many terrorists do we really need to do a disaster on America? Not that many. And meanwhile, Biden talks about opening up the border, not completing the wall, 
Another quick point that I want everyone to think about. The border wall is not designed to stop people from entering the United States. If it was, it would have blocked off the ports of entry. The border wall does not block off ports of entry. All it does is funnel all traffic, all people, all cargo through ports of entry so they can be inspected and vetted. It's just like the cattle runs they use at the airport to bring people to the TSA in an orderly fashion so that you can be um, you know, your baggage can be inspected and Single you can file, be examined please. and so forth. <laughs> That's right. Single That's file. My would you, right. So would you get on an airplane if you saw a fellow passenger sneaking past the TSA, Beth Ann? I, I would be suspicious. When I hear the music, but I have why a question. Are we, Something. Why are, we being, why are we living with that people who snuck past that vetting process at ports of entry and being told this is acceptable? I guess because we're racist. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to ask you something when we come back, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it out there because I have had you a lot on my mind. Where every time Pelosi says she wants a 9/11 type commission uh, uh, report, yes, to to to, uh, to uh, investigate the January 6th, and I thought about all the times we've talked about that, and you were on that. You testified before them, and then they did nothing. So I want to talk about that when we come back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with our good friend, Mike Cutler. Uh, Mike, I was asking you about this 9-11 commission-type com- committee that she's a uh, Pelosi's wanting to put together, and I remember how we've talked many times that they ignored all the all the advice that you guys gave them, and you know they seem a little more adamant right now because they really want to punish the people. and And I've said for a long time, I don't believe they were so much afraid because I think some of this was uh, was plotted. I really do on January sixth, and I'm not going to defend it in any way, shape, size, or form. But I still believe what scared them the most, meaning the left, to those that are trying to uh, to uh, hijack this country and keep us ignorant, I think what scared them the most that day was there was almost a million people in town. And uh, the majority of them weren't at the Capitol, but there were many there. But this 9-11 committee mission, commission she's wanting to put together, uh, I see... I thought of you so many times when she was saying that. I'm just going to let you take it from there because you, you tell it so much better. Well, thank you so much, Beth Ann. Uh, first of all, they keep using the term armed insurrection. If you saw any of the hearing uh, that's been going yes. ongoing in Washington, uh, the head of the FBI, Ray, was, uh, or rather the, um, Ray parsed his explanation about the danger posed by white supremacists. I find it remarkable, this emphasis on being white. Um, we were instructed as law enforcement officers to not engage in racial profiling, okay? And I agree with that completely. You treat Absolutely. people as individuals. I taught my children, you never, there's no such thing as a wrong race, wrong religion, wrong ethnicity. People are born the way they're born. They're born into a religion. They're born into a family. They're born with whatever physical attributes they have. I didn't decide what color eyes I wanted to have. That's the way genetics works, or or perhaps God works. But the idea now, white is bad, white supremacists, white privilege, 
this is racial profiling of the most insidious form. My family was devastated in the Holocaust because of a lie that was repeated every day by the Nazi regime. My mother's mother, my grandmother, for whom I was named, could not get out of Poland and was slaughtered along with her family for her religion, our religion. So understand, when I hear this kind of language, the hairs on my neck stand up. And when they asked Mr. Ray about if white supremacists were the greatest threat in terms of terrorism, no one seemed to pick up on what he was saying. But I listened very carefully. They needed to parse the words. He kept saying, when you look at domestic terrorism, the, the radical right has caused more death. When you look at, he kept using the term domestic terrorism. The obvious follow-up question is, what is the danger from international or foreign terrorism? No one seemed to go in that direction which they needed to go in. So they're creating, again, a fantasy. Now, do I like radicals or extremists on either side? No. No, extremists no, are absolutely dangerous. Not. I don't care what their ideology is. Anyone who thinks that the solution to our problems can be found with explosives or a firearm or other act of violence needs to be put in jail quickly, okay? I am 100% against violence being perpetrated by anybody. The First Amendment, I support it 100%, but it talks about peaceable assemblage, not about <laughs> violence. But I find it remarkable that when the female assistant director for the FBI was asked how many firearms were recovered, the answer was none. How many shots were fired and who fired them? It was the shots that were fired that killed that unarmed woman who went through that window. Now, I want you to contrast that with what happened at the White House just months earlier when a whole bunch, dozens of federal agents and federal officers were injured by the rioters who were setting off explosives and doing all kinds of crazy things and trying to set fire to that church across the street from the White House. That didn't constitute as an insurrection, but what happened on January 6th did. The disconnect is mind-boggling, and people need to pay attention to it. And now, if Nancy Pelosi really wants a 9-11 commission-style uh, investigation, then I'd like to know what she's done to follow up on the recommendations of the 9-11 commission, to your point. That was, that was my so thoughts, if, exactly. So, look at this. The, the preface of the 9-11 Commission staff report on terrorist travel, this is the companion document authored by the federal agents and attorneys who were assigned to the commission. It was printed by the government printing office. So this is kind of like an appendix or an addendum to the 9-11 report. The, um, the preface begins with the following sentence. Think of this. It is perhaps obvious to state that terrorists cannot plan and carry out attacks in the United States if they're unable to enter the country. Yet prior to September 11, while there were efforts to enhance border security, no agency of the U.S. government thought of border security as a tool in the counterterrorism arsenal. Indeed, even after 19 hijackers demonstrated the relative ease of obtaining U.S. visas and gaining admission into the United States, border security still is not considered a cornerstone of national security policy, but we believe, for reasons we discuss in the following pages, that it must be made one. And they go on and talk about the nexus between human traffickers and terrorism. Think about that. And so yeah. uh, they also talked about immigration fraud. Once terrorists entered the United States, this is that report, 
Their next challenge was to find a way to remain here. Their primary method was immigration fraud. And they noted how two terrorists who were here illegally were able to rent the truck that set off the explosion in the bomb of the Trade Center in 93. Meanwhile, we're giving driver's licenses to illegal aliens, and New York State, which was hammered the worst on 9-11, won't even share the information with the Border Patrol or ICE or the inspectors at ports of entry without a subpoena, which means it will take weeks when they need real-time data. They're undermining national security, and it threatens you, and I don't care where you live, because if I take my New York driver's license and I go to Oklahoma or Wisconsin, or, 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 you know, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. It doesn't matter. I could rent a car anywhere in the United States or a truck. And airplanes have not been used in terror attacks since 9-11. Across the world, what are we seeing? Motor vehicles. That's why you've got all these barriers, concerns about truck bombs and car bombs. But meanwhile, we're giving licenses to people who are undocumented, which means we can't verify who in the world they are. So when Nancy Pelosi jumps up and says 9-11 commission report, I'd like someone to ask her, what have you done with the information and warnings that were contained within that commission report? Where, by the way, the concern was that people who were granted temporary work authorization or political asylum use those documents to carry out attacks on America. And Biden is allowing flows of people to come in when Trump worked it out where you would remain in Mexico while your application was being processed. We're flooding our country. There's no way of finding these people. We're talking about millions of people entering the United States. Think of the damage this does to everything from the environment to the economy to national security to public safety, public health, overwhelming hospitals, shortages of vaccine. And now it turns out they're releasing people into the United States who were caught at the border who have the COVID virus. At what point... Do the Republicans stand up and say, you know, Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution promises every state a Republican form of government and protection against invasion and domestic violence? I would argue, Beth Ann, and I'm not a constitutional scholar, but I would argue that what he is doing violates Article 4, Section 4. What do you think of that? I think you're absolutely correct. I'm not a scholar either, but the, the federal government has only four jobs they're supposed to do. One of them is to secure the border and keep the people safe. And I would like to know, and I know that we can't answer this, but I know that it's many of these on the left that are complaining right now and calling all of us racist and blah, 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 that actually signed the immigration laws in the first place because they've been there forever, you know. And so I know that they did, but now they don't want them. And another question I was going to ask you, and I forgot. Hurry up. I hear music. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Well, I'll do this afterwards. But the link between human smugglers and terrorists, when I read this to you from the 9-11 Commission staff report, you're going to really look at what's going on on the border with as much anger, I hope, as I have when I see this nonsense. Absolutely. Yes, I hear the music. We're headed into a break, and then we'll be at our final segment. Mike, it's the fastest hour of the day. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Michael Cutler. We're talking about saving America, folks, saving America and common sense, and we will be right back.
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-990-6716 800-990-6716 That's 800-990-6716 800-990-6716 Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, 
They come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. And we have returned to listening to CRC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm visiting today with Mike Cutler. We've got more information than we got time to share. We're going to have you back real soon, Mike. I've got some things coming up in the next few weeks. But um, um, I wanted to ask anyway, the, the one thing. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish what you were doing, then I'll ask what I was going to ask. Go ahead. Okay, real, real quick. This, again, was that 9-11 Commission staff report on terrorist travel. Page 61 had this passage, exploring the link between human smugglers and terrorists. Think about what's happening, not just the Mexican border, by the way. We're a nation of 50 border states. We have the Canadian right. border, 95,000 miles of coastline. We have issues with ships coming in, uh, people uh, coming ashore outside of ports of entry. And we have international airports in virtually every state. So we're a country of 50 border states. So smugglers use all 50 states and all different means of coming here. We've testified about that before Congress as well. But I just want to read this, these two sentences to you. Uh, exploring the link between human smugglers and terrorists. In July 2001, the CIA warned of a possible link between human smugglers and terrorist groups, including Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Egyptian uh, Islamic Jihad. Again, Hezbollah has tens of thousands of their operatives throughout Latin America right now, folks, okay? When you watch what's happening with Iran, think about that. Indeed, there is evidence to suggest that since 1999, human smugglers have facilitated the travel of terrorists associated with more than a dozen extremist groups. With their global reach and connections to fraudulent document vendors and corrupt government officials, human smugglers clearly have the, quote, credentials necessary to aid human traffic, I'm sorry, to aid terrorist travel. So now, look at what's happening on the border. Look at the chaos. Look at how we're permitting these huge flows of people into our country with no effective means of vetting them. This is such a dereliction of duty and poses such a clear, present, and immediate threat to both national security and public safety, and no one is doing anything to stop it. And sanctuary cities work in conjunction with this business. The White House says it's not a crisis, it's just a challenge, you know. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, too, because we know that a lot of these children are, are put in great danger. And I know you've witnessed some of this in, in your lifetime when yes. you've been uh, active in the INS. But this truck accident that they had with the SUV, 27 or two dozen people that's you know, keeps changing, all in one SUV. Now, you think about that. How, why It's not the Keystone cops, you know, that they're no. cramming them all in there for laughter. This is something sinister going on. And, and I wanted you to, I wanted you to tell, talk about that just a little bit. Sure. And look, this wasn't the clown car, to your point. But this is emblematic of how the smugglers view the people they smuggle. I've been down to the border. I've, I've met with the Border Patrol on the border. You see the rape trees where women's uh, panties are ripped off and thrown on top of the trees. Women who come here with the aid of smugglers take birth control pills months in advance, anticipating being gang raped. Frequently, people are shot. They are robbed. Families are forced, extorted to give them more money. We had a case in New York where a smuggler told the family 
we have your uncle. You're not going to see him till you give us an extra, I forgot how many thousands of dollars. This was 30 years ago before it got as bad as it is now. And they, they paid the money, and it turned out that the poor guy had died en route. They deposited his dead body on their front lawn during the night. They look at human beings as cargo, period, frequently forcing the aliens to carry narcotics on their person. And when you hear about the kids being separated from their families, frequently that separation does not occur at the hands of our officials, but back in their home country where they put those children in the custody of smugglers. And I wouldn't doubt many of those children are being kidnapped. Uh, There was a case of a guy carrying a a six-month-old child across the Rio Grande. He had a criminal history, and he eventually admitted it wasn't his child. So think about that. This child was probably kidnapped. You can't question a six-month-old or or an 18-month-old child. So those are the children at risk all over the world being used instead of visas to gain access to the United States. And, by the way, you look at the conditions under which they're being held by the Biden administration. The cages were built by Obama, and they blamed it on Trump. And now we've got basically shipping containers with yes. uh, with bars put in there in place of windows, and, and this has been created by the Biden administration. Where are the screams now? Yeah. Oh, they're not. They're just they're just uh, facilities, you know. And it's 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 just unreal what's going on. And uh, the American people, we're not being told the truth. If you only listen to certain news outlets, you're not being told the truth. I thank you for what you do. I know I know that you have a a podcast that you promote. You do that yeah, once a week. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah, and he has been on Newsmax recently, and he's been on Fox before. Uh, he yeah. writes, and I'm going to let you give a little plug for Mike, okay? Yeah, sure, sure. My, my own personal website, obviously my favorite, is michaelcutler.net, T-U-T-L-E-R, michaelcutler.net. I do a lot of writing for Front Page Magazine, frontpagemag.com. My own radio show is on Blog Talk Radio, the Michael Cutler Hour. If you go to the Michael Cutler Hour, you can click on the links and you can listen to all my podcasts. I used to do interviews with so many people said, Mike, you're going to be on for an hour a week. Can you just please, during that hour, review the craziness of the preceding week uh, through the perspective you have? You know, I spent 30 years with the INS. I was an inspector. I was an adjudicator. I spent half of my 30 years with the Drug Task Force. I was the first INS agent assigned to the Unified Intelligence Division of the Drug Enforcement Administration. I've arrested and investigated terrorists as well as drug traffickers and fugitives. Um, immigration laws are not based on race or religion. If they were, I couldn't have enforced them for 30 seconds, let alone 30 years. It's about keeping out those individuals who pose a threat to public health, national security, public safety, and the jobs and wages of American workers. What could be more reasonable than that, Beth Ann? Yeah, we're just about out of time. I'm going to put a little bug in your ear, and we'll talk about it the next time you come on. But I, in reading our documents of old, and one in particular is the Declaration of Independence, it talks about the king using uh, domestic terrorism against, they didn't call it that, but against the people, against the colonists, and he used the Indians, enraged them against the colonists. And I, I view that as what's going on now with these 
these cities in Portland and in, and in uh, Seattle and the MS-13, how Pelosi defended the MS-13 gangs that we know just rape and torture and, and butcher their their folks. And, well, and, and the I, I paralleled that with what we're putting up, what our founding fathers put up with from the king as to what our King Congress is doing to us now. And uh, I... Uh, I think that's a, a topic for us to talk about another time, but I wanted Absolutely. to put that bug in your ear to go back and read that and the parallels in the Declaration of Independence and what we're experiencing today is, is just it's paramount. It is. And by the way, when you talk about what's anti-immigrant, realize that it's often the immigrants who live among the criminals who come here. And it's not Absolutely. just Latin America because human nature is human nature. I worked closely with the Israeli National Police. I was given an award by the Japanese National Police. I've worked with the Brits, the Canadians. Human nature is human nature. But a country should really be most concerned about its own citizens. Charity begins at home. And when Lincoln talked about a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, he was speaking, folks, about the American people, every race, every religion, every ethnicity, but the American people. Absolutely. Mike, thank you so much. I hear the music. This is, we're getting on the end of another hour, and I appreciate you so much. We will get you scheduled right away to get you back on here in a couple of weeks. And there's just so much. There's just so much. Thank you, Mike, for all that you do and for your writings. Visit his website, michaelcutler.net, and stay in touch because we're in this together. Literally, the rest of us, not them, we're in this together and we will bring America home. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. We fought. We learned. We struggled. We won. Despite Obama's best efforts, the newspaper of the human resistance survived. We have lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. Read about our struggle in The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The Sovereign is a 24-page monthly tabloid newspaper about the war between man and machine. We've tried reason, we've tried legislation. We've tried every peaceful means imaginable. And all it's gotten us is shut out. So now we fight the machines. Order online today at thesovnews.com or find The Sovereign at select newsstands. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The human resistance's battle against the machines will be everlasting. This is mercy. It was never our destiny to stop the age of Obama. It was merely to survive it.
together together